With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A gaggle date, by the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Here are your idiot hosts. I mean regular hosts. Adam and Joel. Well, thank you, Autopilot. As always, introducing us, I am Joe. I am Adam. And we have two special guests with us, returning from last week. We have Shannon and Angela. Hey, guys. Hello. 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 How much easier this would be if we're all at, like, a table? (laughs) It would be a lot easier if we could see each other in the face. Oh, yeah. I don't know where else you'd see somebody, but okay. Well, <laughs> on a man? You, know, you can see him in the <laughs> legs, I guess. That'd be weird. What's, what, what are they doing under the table? <laughs> Just keep them there. Uh, well, we all know about the nacho mistake, so. The nacho mistake? I feel like I'm lost. Adam, Adam knows about the nacho mistake. Anyways, we're just going to go ahead and say... It's bad. I just thought of, I'm nacho, nacho, macho, man. That's not even related. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's not where we're going, but that was just as wonderful. Oh, huh? oh man. Oh, so this week, uh, we teased it quite a bit last week. We had a little bit of a discussion about a singular line in the movie we're going to discuss. Um, that movie is Showdown in Little Tokyo. yay hey was anybody else super surprised when it was in los angeles um yes has anyone ever heard of a little tokyo no no i've heard of like chinatown and koreatown but i've never heard of a little tokyo (laughs) well when we said we were doing this movie i'm like ah I really thought, like, when we're going to watch it, it was, like, going to be in Asia somewhere, right? <laughs> Tokyo? That's exactly like, what I thought. And and I'm like, oh, yeah, this thing is based in Los Angeles. So right. I'm a horrible, horrible movie fan. <laughs> I should have known, known that going into this. Oh, boy. But before we get talking too much more about Showdown in Little Tokyo, uh, let's recommend some stuff. What do you guys have to recommend this week? Let's start with our guests. Shanann and yeah. what do you got? Oh, let's see. What to recommend? I don't watch much. Um, my go-to is always Friends. So when I need to laugh, I watch an episode of Friends. You can so never that, go wrong. That's what you've been watching this week? You're just going to recommend to watch some Friends? Yeah. Like, so yes. I have a question for you. Rachel's been binge watching Friends for like <laughs> three years now, so it's not really <laughs> binge watching. But um, who's your favorite character? Oh, you can't just pick one. You can't. I know everybody has one. Yeah, no one way. Favorite. Well, I totally relate to Monica. Okay. So, I knew you were gonna say that. I love. Like, it. I feel like I'm Monica. She's a Monica. So if, for sure. 
But I love all the characters. Like, I will totally relate or laugh at anything they say. Yeah. <laughs> As the seasons wane on, I think Ross gets some of the biggest laughs. Yeah. I think they're laughing at him more than with him. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he, but. too, is a cool guy. <laughs> 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 and he is familiar with Unagi. 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 Oh, yeah. I had a, heard a stat. I can't, I have not looked it up to corroborate any of this. So this is just hearsay. But I heard that reruns of Friends daily get over 12 million views. Wow. Now, I don't know if you're, you know, aware about TV ratings these days, but that's better than like Game of Thrones. That's up there right. with The Walking Dead. And these are a show, <laughs> reruns for a show that's been off the air for. 12 years? Well, uh, I mean, wow. Friends is... Before it went off the air. Yeah, I mean, it's timeless, though. I mean, you can turn it on, and it's... it's yeah, but uh, still, I mean, if, if you think about, like, sure, Netflix is a thing. It's on Netflix, and all the Netflix subscribers have access to it, but we're talking about running reruns on television. They're getting ratings right. equal to the best shows on television. That's insane. Right. Yeah. That's insane. So, anyways... It's a fantastic show. It's a good go-to, Shannon. Good go-to. Exactly. And I finished the 13 Reasons show since Joe already watched it. 13 Reasons Why? Yes, so... I needed a well, good Well, why are we talking about that? This is Friends Talk with Adam and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Angela, what, you, what do you have to recommend? Did you see anything good? Um, I... Watched Friends all week. Did... <laughs> I did not have time for much TV watching this week. Um, showdown in Little Tokyo pretty much ate up all of my TV time. But gotcha. I did watch a little bit of Forensic Files and Ooh. Uh, some uh, show called Homicide Hunter. Uh-huh. Uh, which is about a... He's a guy named Joe Kenda, and he was a homicide detective in Colorado Springs Ooh. for a million years, and he solved 387 homicide cases. So okay. it's, wow. you know, he's kind of a big deal, and it's his story. <laughs> does he have many leather-bound books? He does. Does his office smell of books. rich mahogany? Very important, yes. He's, <laughs> he's very important with his rich mahogany. Rich mahogany. Nice. Does he have a dog named Baxter yeah. that he ate an entire wheel of cheese? Yeah, and he pooped in the fridge. <laughs> awesome. So, Homicide Hunter. Yeah. Is this uh, like a docu-series, or is it a dramatization of a real person? What is this? Is this fiction? Uh, no, it's it's based on true events. Um, oh, and but it, it, is, it is a fictionalized it, version of his life? Uh, no, no, it's just, it's like a docu-series, okay. um, it's kind of like a, like an um, Unsolved Mysteries or Forensic Files, um, he okay. talks about real cases that Do they do reenactments, like, solved. Unsolved they Mysteries? They do. Awesome. They do, but it's like, it's so weird, because even, they don't even attempt to make <laughs> the dramatization like match the time frame in which the crime actually happened right oh, so okay. so the crime happened in 1986 but in the dramatization the chick picks up a cell you know a cell phone or an iphone or whatever <laughs> nice. call somebody or, you know and they're so it's all a little wearing, bit like drunk you know, history modern, when mark like twain pulled out a MacBook. modern clothes 
and you know there's a guy that plays Joe Kenda and you know gotcha. he's always the same age whether it happens <laughs> you know whether the crime happened in 1974 or 1996 you know it's it's always the same guy it, it's just awesome. yeah, it's right. silly but it's fun you know a show has awesome like reenactments. You guys ever seen Tattoo Nightmares? No, no. They reenact. Oh, the reenactments are hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. The title just intrigues me. Oh, you got uh, All I keep thinking is like somebody that has, gets really bad tattoos. Right. <laughs> well, it is. It's a, it's a it's a it's a tattoo parlor that does uh, rework um, cover ups. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so when they go into telling their story. The person's telling their story while they're getting the tattoo, but the dramatization starts. That's awesome. And it's always, like, way over the top. And it's hilarious, because the stories behind some of these tattoos are hilarious. So, my favorite give it a go. all-time dramatizations are the ones for infomercials, where the people don't know how oh to do menial goodness. tasks, and, like, the guy can't open a carton of milk, it just spills all over him. Those things crack me up. I think that's I think that's a friends episode. <laughs> Where, that now I can have juice how do, uh, every how day so people survive. Right. Yeah. It, it, there's super cuts of those things on the internet and they always make me laugh. Yeah. It takes me back mm-hmm. to my childhood when I was watching Amazing Discoveries every morning at four AM. Oh my goodness. Wow. Amazing Discoveries. Because like back when I was a kid and I would do that, I would wake up and there'd be no T V on. It would be going and the first right. show that was always on was Amazing Discoveries. Hmm. That stupid dude oh in that goodness. stupid sweater. What a moron. Oh my goodness. Is yeah. this how you watched Showdown in Little Tokyo for the first time? Late no, at night? No, I, I was not that young. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Although it wouldn't be too far from those days that I saw Silence of the Lambs for the first time, and I'm not right mm-hmm. in the head ever since. Anywho. Wow. <laughs> you will blame it on the show. <laughs> Oh, well, I love a good show with dramatizations, though. Uh, didn't Rescue 911 always have dramatizations, too? Oh, my goodness. That's Unsolved Mysteries. Um, Unsolved, yeah. Unsolved Mysteries had some really pretty awesome dramatizations. Oh, yeah. well, it was Robert Stack's voice. Yeah. You know, that really sold it. And then Jim yeah, but the, went the, to the reenactments store. were pretty awesome. You know, that guy could be like, I'm wiping my butt. And you'd be like, oh, tell me more, Robert Stack. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a back to front or a front to back? Tell me more about guy? this unsolved mystery. I wipe from side to side. That is a mystery. Well, Robert Stack, you're an odd duck. <laughs> side to side. <laughs> I'm one of a gaggle of children. So... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to go next. <laughs> I saw a fantastic movie okay it okay. is adam you would love it it okay. is called the void the void the mm. void the void is a throwback to movies like the thing okay and in fact i would say it is specifically inspired by the thing it is no cgi creature feature i'm not saying there's no cgi in it because there's some later in the movie but the creature is yeah. all practical and it's awesome joe where did you see this I saw it on uh, the old TV. It is on demand right now. <laughs> the old TV, he's okay. He's just watching the sky. <laughs> like, what? Well, I didn't really see a movie. I just watched clouds float by and imagined a movie. Are you it was sure? called The Void. It was like 4 a.m. and it went beep. Yeah. Is that what you mean? <laughs> if only TV did that. I close my eyes and I see movies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I meant like, was it on Netflix? Fine, it was a nightmare. <laughs> you got me. I have nightmares. My, my son came to me today. He goes, Dad, do you have daymares? I'm like, what? <laughs> daymares. I'm like, what are daymares, son? Like when you're standing there and you feel something or you think something's looking at you, I'm like, um, <laughs> we need to talk. Oh, so right. Is this Isaac? Um, no, this is Zach. Oh, okay. <laughs> Zach is like, anyway, yeah, it was Zach. Awesome. So I was like, no, not really, buddy, but uh, <laughs> did you have a good imagination? Oh, okay. Good play, <laughs> Dad. How to address that. Um, I booked him a, a, a counseling appointment. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, I would recommend to anyone who likes good horror, The Void. I don't. Horror movies like The Thing. Not like stupid horror movies like... Paranormal so. Activity. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. Adam, what's your recommendation, buddy? Tell you what, man. Um, I got a couple things this week. One... My sister sent me a fire stick in the mail today. Ooh. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, and so um, I set that all up and got the Cody app and stuff like that. But anyways, so that was kind of neat. I'm like, man, this thing works awesome because yeah. we have this old uh, DVD streaming player, and it freezes like every every show we watch. But this thing was smooth. So I was going to give a shout-out to the fire stick. It opened a whole new world for me for watching, so I'm excited about that. But... I binge-watched One Punch Man on Netflix. Oh, okay. It's an anime, but it's like, uh, it's an anime show that kind of pokes fun at superhero shows a little bit, but it's really well done. I really like that. I'm waiting for season two to come out, which is like two years in the making, I think, so it's pretty good. Well, that's fun. If you like anime. Um, Was it as good or better than Ganto? Mm, Different. Totally different. Yeah. Because Gantz-O uh, was meant to be, I think, this uh, like anime masterpiece kind of thing. They took it very serious. Um, One Punch Man is like, they're in on the anime and the superhero joke. Okay. So, um, But it's still very anime and very superhero in its uh, intent. So it was pretty good. Give it a try. It's all in Japanese, though. So you got to read the subtitles as you go along. Oh, unless okay. you understand Japanese, which... Uh, I think Zach could probably <laughs> talk to the hand. Nice. So, so Dolph Lundgren could watch it, no problem. Sure. Oh, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> he so looks like he should speak Japanese, just like he well, like, just like the show. Let's do it, guys. Yeah. Let's let's get into it, okay? <laughs> this I'm thing so movie, excited. That's a really good. In Little Tokyo, this movie starts in an inexplicable way. We've got credits over a montage of a shirtless, tattooed man. Who's That's this not guy? even in the show. He's not. I. It kind of looks like it could be Dolph Lundgren. A little bit. Uh, but no, Dolph Lundgren no. in the movie has no tattoos. Mm-hmm. So right, like, right, and that's like not it, his. Yeah, it could have been. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was totally weird. It was weird. <laughs> you know, but I, Commando pulls it pulls it off because it's like like putting on stuff but this is just like panning over muscles for like three solid minutes and arnold schwarzenegger's in commando so showing him carrying a log doesn't make completely no sense (laughs) you know what i mean 
I think right. I blacked out for the beginning of the movie. Well, he's it's over the credits, and then he's like holding a knife and a sword. Then oh, he holds yeah. this tiny, tiny little gun. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> right. I was really confused at the beginning. Don't ask where to hide this thing. Like, so why are you okay. showing me all this? And then the movie starts, right? And Shannon, you said you were confused? Of course I was confused. It doesn't get better for the rest of the movie. The only no. thing I got excited about was I was like, hey, that dude was in the turtle movie. That was my. Oh my gosh. Ta 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 Tatsu. Tatsu, yeah. Absolutely. I was super excited about that as well. So, <laughs> immediately, okay, I have a question. There's some underground little Tokyo fighting ring going on with all the Asian actors we know and love from the 80s. They're all in here, all of them. Right. And. For whatever reason, Dolph Lundgren has to slide down or swing down like Tarzan into the ring. Why? Right. Why did he have to do that? I'm going to pause because nobody uses front doors in this movie. Do you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's clearly That's because true. they wouldn't let him in because he's not Asian. But, but they didn't have a problem with him being there. People's lights out, but true. nothing happens through a front door in this movie. Nope. <laughs> I'm the center well, of attention. Something happens to Tia Carrere through the front door in this movie. Oh, oh man, let's not go there. Uh, or rather, uh, her body double. No. <laughs> I gotta say that when they get to the sex scene, um, because there's they are using a body double for Tia Carrere, it is right. plausible. Yeah, it's yeah. plausible oh. that she's not even in the room with him while it's going on. <laughs> Disturbing. I'm I'm thinking because they never show their faces together until like they collapse on each other, which is also right. very awkward. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't uh, know. It was yeah. like they it was, might it was in a body separate double. rooms. That was less than five minutes. <laughs> I heard you coming that time. I know that was so gay. <laughs> so, anyways, oh. Tarzan swings down into the middle of the ring for whatever reason. Okay, he can't use the front door. He's a back door man. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> and they immediately get into a fist fight. And Dolph Lundgren is so tough that when a trained fighter punches him in the face, he like breaks his hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dolph Lundgren, man. Come yeah, on. You know, I'm I'm watching this movie, and Dolph Lundgren is supposed to be a martial arts expert, and I'm like, this just does not track. Turns out, Dolph Lundgren is a martial arts expert in real life. Yeah, he's had, yeah. Yeah, he's a lot, had a lot of training. He's so. actually like. A professionally ranked or it was yeah. you know, kickboxing champion of the world or whatever in a couple different forms of karate or something plus he's super right. smart he's got a few master's degrees and it's like yeah i actually felt like you know obviously the fighting was super choreographed you know i mean it was the early 90s they didn't they didn't put a lot of time and effort into quote-unquote realistic fight scenes no and it was but all jcvd one said, guy at a time that being said I, I definitely tracked that both dolph lundgren and brandon lee you know mm. were martial arts experts right. i i believed that yeah know? well well you can yeah. tell you can tell when he's in his apartment he's practicing yeah you can tell that you can tell the dude got you know some training i mean he does it too fluid but anyway that's just that's from one is... master martial artist <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, when the movie started. I was like, 
okay, what's happening? Because well, then you introduce his partner, and I'm like, what? Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, first, <laughs> you're a policeman. I go, I'm confused. You are skipping over the part where Dolph Lundgren jumps over a car, and it's like, oh, yeah. oh my goodness, <laughs> it's not a realistic jump. He's a good it's six not feet. even kind of realistic. <laughs> and what's with the fifty cars? Like, well, <laughs> they can't drive cars of their that's, time. Honestly, that's like kind of like a Japanese stereotype. Oh jeez. Yeah, they all they like they classic, love classic cars. I mean, cars. Look, at, look at Mr. Miyagi. Mm. I mean, even he had. Remember him and Daniel San refurbished mm-hmm. that car, and it was yeah, it's like an old Studebaker or something. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, mm. it's it is what it is. Dolph Lundgren can jump fourteen feet in the air. That's all. <laughs> right. It doesn't even, like, he literally just jumps straight up in the air. The after making his, his under surprised him, face. And he comes down. I hope that after this movie, he used that surprise face on his, like, headshot. <laughs> you know, in the back of your headshots where you, could, you have your, like, you're in a sailor's outfit and stuff. <laughs> you got it. You're in a construction, you're in a construction uh, outfit, you know. And I hope he used that surprise face for at least one of his little oh. squares. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. That's how we got He-Man. Nobody knows, you know. Oh no one's God. ever heard that story before. <laughs> What's up, Jane? Oh no, I just found some trivia on the movie. I'll share it later. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Dolph, uh, after he's so tired from jumping that he has to go to breakfast, and some uh, Japanese lady is flirting with him. The restaurant <laughs> chick? Yeah, that yeah. old lady. Okay. It didn't. Yeah. The subtitles that I had did not uh, say what she said. No, mine didn't either. And he's just like, <laughs> let's bang. And she's like, oh, you're not man enough for me. And then she walks away. And yet he destroys her restaurant. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, he didn't and destroy she, it. And she's smiling afterwards. Like, she's yeah. not pissed about it at all. She's exactly. just like, oh. <laughs> Couldn't well, take she, him the fight outside. He did save her life from the crazy Japanese gang. She can't be so. mad at him. She's probably seen him naked. Right. So, Brandon Lee comes in. And ain't and... nobody mad at that. <laughs> See, this is what having, like, women on the show could say something like that and totally fly. <laughs> See? What's the matter when I say it? <laughs> it's it's too natural coming from me. <laughs> well, you know how it is. Anywho. Brandon Lee comes into the restaurant and they start fighting with each other and it's it's so clunky. This device it's of bringing them so... together is like, it's garbage. It's garbage town. Right. It's oh, yeah. so awful. Yeah. And then they have like this, immediately, like after the fight, they have this thing where Brandon Lee's like, well, you didn't even hit me. <laughs> so there's like this competition thing going on. Yeah. You know, and then Dolph Lundgren's like, your form sucks balls. Yeah. And it's like, that, at that <laughs> point, I'm like, that's Bruce Lee's son. I don't right? think you get to uh, comment on his form. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, you know. Well, right, but it had no, like, but it's continuity. Part, it's part of the movie, at least, because Brandon Lee's a Californian from the Valley, and he's, you know, at least part Asian, which he is in oh, real life. Oh, this movie totally, purposely flips the stereotypes. And then totally. Dolph Lundgren is a white guy who grew up in Japan. Ooh, right? Right, of course. So, he knows so everyone gets the to language be racist, and, and the culture. And... Totally believable. I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought that Brandon Lee played, you know, a valley kid really, really well. I thought that, you know, you can he was... say the real word you mean. Moron. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, like I just want to get some fish off them chicks. 
Oh my gosh. I actually thought that was hilarious. Um, you know, before they go in there, he's like, I don't eat raw fish. And then he goes in there and he's like, maybe I could eat some raw fish. If he was on Friends, was funny. Just, he would be dating Phoebe. Um, <laughs> or Joey. Joey. He would be dating Joey for sure. You know, they'd be bros. Oh. He's not a bright man. He was the only reason I kept watching. I'm like, okay, what cool thing is well, he finally going to say? That's the thing is like... Finally going to say. <laughs> I think Brandon Lee is... She left the movie totally disappointed. Right. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, right, is a beautiful man. Let's all just be wow, straight about it. The Thanks. dude was Very in peak physical so. condition. Um, he is a believable presence on screen, but he acts about as well as a stupid potato. Not even a smart well, potato that could light a light. I ball. think he acted better than Brandon Lee in this film. Not, no, that's not saying much, but I'm well, just saying he didn't act. He just was like stoic. I take you. Right. Let's fight. Oh, she's about to do seppuku. <laughs> I must run and kill nine guys. I mean, and... I didn't think that he had any other. Is that just who he is? That's just who he is. <laughs> oh. And no. that's fine. Yeah, you know, do you. Fine. Do you. Your so, body's cool okay, then. so it's but, fine. Like, at least Brandon right. Lee's trying something, right? He's playing a moron. He's playing a valley idiot type of dude. He's doing it on purpose. You know, right. He's trying something. And like he would go on to do Rapid Fire, which I think is an excellent movie. And then, of course, after that, he would do The Crow, which would be his final movie. And he ne we never got to see exactly where he would go from it. But I think he was progressively getting better at this point. I mean, he only did oh, like yeah. six movies. Right. right, and you know. I I think that you know had he not you know had he not suffered that horrible mishap on set, it would have he would have had a bright and promising career. Well, well, let's be clear. This is not a guy that makes it into movies on his like talent alone. He made it because of who his dad is. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, it's not like he, didn't he work made hard. it into a specific genre of movie because of what his dad taught him, maybe, but. You know, he was he was gonna. I feel like he he would have made it on his own. You know, I think he would have got to like Big Brother, and that's about it. Um, I'm know. gonna go ahead and the disagree with you because really like, strong. Maybe uh, if his dad, had I think lived, the crow would have catapulted him for sure. Well, if his different... dad had lived, he might have had a completely different life. He might not have got into show business because, uh, you know, just circumstances. He that might not have been the way he chose to go he probably would have been in martial arts that's be you know without a doubt which is what he did as a child and as an adult he was a martial artist and probably his name at you know would you come do this movie and he did a couple movies when he was very young um i think like child roles and then mm -hmm. he started doing like a couple action things in china i believe under not with the name brandon lee oh hmm. and then there was like one movie or two movies before Showdown in Little Tokyo that he did as Brandon Lee. Then he did Showdown in Little Tokyo, Rapid Fire, and then The Crow. So, I mean, I think he he succeeded on his own merit. It's not like right. his dad was alive at that point going, let's get, right. you know, you let's, cast let's my, get my kid in, in here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull, you know, his dad was long dead. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Then we get. I, I, I like them. We go. We go from this scene to another scene where we get introduced to Tia Carrera and her girlfriend, whatever her name is, and uh, 
Angel. 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 Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> like, right before that <laughs> happens, we get the first of the flashbacks <laughs> from Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> and the dude who kills his Those parents is swinging that sword so slow <laughs> that I don't care if it's a katana. I don't think it would have cut anything. No. <laughs> it looked like those people who are in a clock, you know, and they're <laughs> they're banging their little bell or whatever. Like he was, yeah. <laughs> it did not look like he was trying to kill anyone with that sword. No. What disturbed me about this guy was every time I saw him, it looked like his scar changed. <laughs> it was like, something is not right with this man. It's like on the other side of his face. And I was actually... Like, I, I have a mole? And... <laughs> yeah. But I had to look it up, and it actually is like one of the trivia that they couldn't get the scar right, and so it changes throughout the movie, and I was like, thank goodness. Besides the fact I thought I was going crazy watching it, <laughs> it's like, okay, his face did change. Well, you know, I'm yeah. watching this movie. I didn't even realize he had a scar on his face. And then when the flashbacks... I thought he had really bad skin. Well, no, I didn't really... I wasn't like... Acne. I wasn't like studying his facial features. Look at that nose. It's great. No, his cheekbones are high. No, I wasn't looking at that. I, mean... oh, I, I saw him and I'm like, oh, that's the dude from Mortal Kombat who plays Shang Tsung. So great. But then when I mean the whole one the whole left side of his face is completely like mangled so, throughout most of the movie. It didn't look like it was that bad to me. <clears throat> but when the reveal um, happens and Dolph Lundgren does the thing in the flashback where he cuts his face, I'm like, why doesn't he have a scar? <laughs> 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 and then it flashed to the present and they're in that warehouse or whatever, and he's like, right. I should have I should have finished the job back then. You know, or whatever he oh, says to him. It. I'm like, Oh, he does yeah. have a scar. Oh, wow. there this whole time. So to Shannon's point, I there's probably at least one scene that's not a flashback where he does not have that scar. Probably. <laughs> Definitely true. The script continuity person just took the movie off. <laughs> they this phoned is... that one in. Oh boy. Um Anywho. Can I can I take a second to back up a little bit? I have a note about the when Brandon Lee and or Bruce yeah Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren are shot at in the diner yeah yeah um they have an actual cartoon like I I mean I I'm laugh you know I laughed out loud it was so ridiculous the pottery in front of their faces <laughs> explodes from bullets Yet they magically disintegrate before hitting their faces. Hey. And then they both stare at the camera like, oh, and then drop down. Yeah, they do a what double take. I think I have just blank there. I'm like, what? Huh? Well, those bullets obviously ricocheted off the clay pots. I mean, don't be stupid. With the magical oh, noise. Obviously, they wouldn't have gone right through them into no, their no, no. friggin' skulls. I mean, let's not be, let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, things just change. So I have no idea whether this movie was supposed to be funny, no. but I laughed my butt off the this entire movie film. Is dead serious. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at Dolph Lundgren's face through the entire movie. This movie is dead serious. Yeah, he doesn't smile. It's supposed to be like 
it is buddy cop in it, right? They're like, oh, lethal weapon, we could do that. You can't. Right. <laughs> Not with this script. No lethal weapon. You cannot do that with this script. I mean, later on, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker would make Rush Hour, and you'd go, okay, that's how you do this. this. Is... Right? right, this is supposed to be funny. I'm going to laugh now. Right. This this movie was not that. It no. Was, it, but it was hilarious. Oh, uh, so let's let's get back on track here. We've got Sorry. the flashback, then we get to uh uh good goodbye angel. Oh yeah. Uh, and she's yeah. got to be the worst actress of all time. Horrendous. They don't tell but you she's enough of the story. all messed out though. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe she... that's well, it's not meth. It's it's like super crack. Ice. Well, like they called well, it meth. It, it was meth. Yeah, it was meth. Right, but it was. Uh, they say it's ten times more powerful than rock. So I mean, it's so it's it's Heisenberg. It's yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say this is uh, this is a precursor to Heisenberg. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Better than that blue stuff. Mm-hmm. So she tries to sell her booty to get out of trouble, and they have this samurai sword sex scene that ends with her head being chopped off. Although there was no actual sex involved, um, just her right. getting stripped down. Well, I'm sure he got off. Yeah, because he's a homicidal maniac. There was an but... open neck hole. You think he was just going to let that go? <laughs> I think all yeah, the dudes I, I watching he needed to. were very excited. I think the sword was enough. I was not excited. And this is the first of the nudity in the movie. That's that super gross 80s nudity. <laughs> yes. Super gross. We got a There's hint a of it of in Under in Siege. Movie. Yeah, and I think I talked about it last week. These boobs were not made by, you know, they're not natural. No. <laughs> they're not made by. They're, you know, they, they were created in a lab somewhere and shipped in mass to probably the they're... same plastic surgeon. <laughs> they all went to the same guy. Yeah, of course. And if you walk this... away from the movie for one thing, it's that little Tokyo needs better plastic surgery. Right. They need to get, uh, or you know, just on the case. no plastic surgery, or just don't show <laughs> boobs. You know what I mean? I'm for it. Leave a little mystery. <laughs> Anywho, I mean, was it possible to make an action movie in the early '90s without no. boobs? They're they're full of you know boobs and buns, dude buns. Right? How come we didn't boobs. see his buns then? Dolph Lundgren's. Oh, we saw him. Do we? Yeah. I guess I blocked that out too. They were well oiled, I believe, when you saw them too. They're glistening in the moonlight. They're well oiled. Yeah. They're well oiled. He had an oil guy on set. You kidding me? Just oiling that dude up. He is constantly glistening. He does not have (laughs) one section of dry skin throughout this entire movie. (laughs) Okay, Joe, I get it. I'm pretty sure right before they hit action, they called action, they dipped him in a vat of Vaseline. He came out of the vat like C-3PO. Yes. Oh, oil bath feels so good for my joints. And he just went to fighting. (laughs) Oh, boy. So they're in the the sushi club, right? Oh, yeah, because it cuts dramatically from killing Angel. (laughs) To a There's, club. This movie makes no sense. Well, no, there was the after scene where they're out talking to the other cop, and then she gives you the line, this ice makes rock look like decaf. So, right. so we, dramatic. We get that line. It's a pleasant right. line. Um, then we skip to the, I mean, this fight scene in this club is bad. And the club also is stereotypical, uh, what do you call it's a gentleman's club. It's a gentleman's club. Oh my goodness, <laughs> they're playing country music. There's 
female sumo wrestlers, naked yeah. sushi. I'm like, yeah, that what the? Weird. Topless female I'm... sumo wrestlers. That's something I've never seen. I've never, it never even occurred to me that that would ever be a thing. I don't, I, I, I was very shocked. To see that. Yeah, you've never been to Little Tokyo. Okay, I with... have not. <laughs> I think I need to go, though. It sounds Which is wonderful. weirder, okay? We're going to take a poll. Which is weirder, the topless female sumo wrestlers or the CGI boob wave? Oh. Uh, CGI boob wave. Okay. That's yeah, I, I go with the See, I put it into a relative situation where now you think topless sumo wrestlers are normal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh man, fight scenes bad. Okay, script is bad. This this is like a highlight for the script. And it's at this point in time I wrote down the soundtrack for this movie is awful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it's horrendous. Usually I like Usually I'm excited to watch an older movie because I like the whole synth sure. pop kind of like this was horrendous. Right. <laughs> it was like this this guy was on meth and all he had was his Casio. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he he is not a composer. He's like well It's the Rossitron. <laughs> it's the Rossitron. Sure. Yeah. After every scene. Oh man. Oh. This the yeah. script is really bad because there's like zero stakes. No matter what they do, they're gonna get out of it. You know, like there's never a feeling of impending danger. I mean, it's it's we're what thirty minutes into the movie, we've are established our characters. Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee are in an unwinnable situation, and they just walk right out. The guy just lets them walk right, right out. Right. They just keep and it keeps happening throughout right. the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they go in. They start a fight. They find themselves outnumbered and outgunned and they just walk away from it which is great because this guy's like a homicidal maniac right he's right killing, we've, we've already he's established killing, he's just right. killing people he's, left and right he's, he's killing like head. yeah he's killing like hookers and he's like chopping off gang members arms but yet like <laughs> he right. gets some moral compass when he's like facing Dolph Lundgren and yeah. Brendanley he sits across the table from a guy who cuts off his own finger and says, I don't think that's enough. Right. And stabs him with a sword. But, you know, Dolph and Brandon are ridiculously outnumbered. It's like, well, we'll let him go this time, guys. But don't ever show back up again. And, like, right. Brandon right. is calling him champ now. Like, hey, bud, we're best friend. Champ, yeah. don't do this. And I'm like, what? Yeah, their little competition <laughs> thing went away. Almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. After the scene when he's outside the car, he's like, "And I, despite everything, I don't know why, but I like you." I'm right. like, "What? Where did <laughs> this that come is... from?" <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there, okay, guys. I'm pretty sure Brandon Lee's in love with him. <laughs> uh, that is a very distinct mm-hmm. possibility. I don't for think sure. it's, it's admiration. I think it's straight up. He wants to get into the bone love. Zone. Yeah. Eh, I'm not gonna go he's love. Super, I mean, super the guy's jealous dumb as of a rock. Yeah. Later. Okay. I saw that happening. No, I can't get a piece of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Tia Carrera gets uh, kidnapped for oh, yeah. what reason? He wants uh, because her because she. Yep. She's in the long. script. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the script. I know. You know. This definitely makes I get, sense. I got the impression that he liked her and he wanted her to be his. Sure, yeah. yeah. And she so rejected. then she, sh- so he shows her the video of 
him yeah. killing Angel right. in order to I'm show gonna, her I'm gonna wound you. <laughs> Those are my notes exactly. I'm really like, bad what? at seduction. <laughs> we don't show murder videos to our potential love interests? I was like, I mean, it's not about love. It's about having but you know what? hot chick Honesty under his thumb. is the best policy. I just wanted to be upfront with her. I really like this girl. <laughs> you know, I just didn't want her, you know, to think that I was a nice guy. And then later on, she finds out I'm a killer. That would just be devastating. Destroy the whole relationship. <laughs> the, the dating game. Bachelor number one likes to chop off people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't think the sacrifice of a finger is nearly enough. <laughs> That's me, guys. <laughs> Wait, did the whole sell the drug things happen yet with the other groups of, like, Not bikers? So, oh, oh, I can't <laughs> wait to get there's, there. There's another scene I want to mention, too, that make like, when I was watching it, when I was watching Shannon watch it, I died laughing. Because they're trying to figure out where Tia Carrera is, and they go to the bottling plant, and they park, I don't know, 25 feet away from the front gate. <laughs> Like they're being nobody, subversive. And then he pulls out binoculars. What's <laughs> like, great is. is oh, those guys are they're using the symbol. What's that? Was that the part where Brandon Lee was doing the stakeout sitting on the front of the car? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's not awkward. Hey, who's that guy over there? We don't know. Why does he have binoculars trained on us from and across the street? When they were like, doing the literally stakeout. Literally, when the camera first showed the brewery, I could read the sign on the brewery gate. And then he pulls out the binoculars and trains it on the sign. I could already read. I'm going to stop right here. You know the part in the brewery where he goes, that son of a... He has a, he's like, he has the audacity to put a claw around the logo. Right. Did you see that, that part? It's yeah, like, that's the part I'm talking about. And anything. They're so close to that gate that if that gate didn't slide, you know, side to side, if it opened up, like it outwards, hit. they would have hit their car. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, uh. So, uh, T. Carrera is in some fancy house out in the hills. There's like Okay, a... I'm going to pause here too, right? So, this guy in the brewery, he's like, I think I'm going to like America. Okay, I'm going to pause right here. Because here's a guy. He has a house in the hills. Yeah. He has a brewery established. He's already taken over most of little Tokyo. How long has this guy been there and just now realized he's going <laughs> to like America? Right? Well, you know, before it was all hard work. It's you know, like, all, all it's like it's he packed up from Japan him. and moved with his whole, like... Everything. Right. His right. criminal organization from Japan. Because he was a crim he had a criminal organization in Japan. That's how Dolph Lundgren knew the claw thing, right? Right. right. Just saying, like, Anyways. everything is super established, and he's acting like he just got there. I'm like, so, what? Tia uh, he gets... may have. I mean, his little posse or whatever may have traveled with him, and, you know, because he's been part of a criminal organization for 20, 30 years, he you know, had enough money to buy a brewery and a house as soon as he landed. <laughs> yeah. yeah he right. just murdered the brewery owners. Anyways. <laughs> so, when he kidnaps Tia Carrere, does she get raped? I assume I so. assumed yeah. as, yeah, I assume so. I would assume, and that's what I thought. I'm like, she rebounded from that pretty quick. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. Not just a few hours later, she's banging right. Dolph. Anyways. <laughs> 
So she gets raped and kidnapped, and because she's been so dishonored, this is why I think she was raped. She's going to commit seppuku. <laughs> as right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this guy just happens to leave the seppuku table out in the room that she's being held in. Like, in case. In case, right. you know. <laughs> just keep and... the body warm till I get back. I, you know, I got to get this one last nut off. And some authentic clothing. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a kimono on, of course, as you do. And then Brandon Lee and Dolph are in their car. Like on a lone hill, <laughs> like, overlooking the power. The security men directly into <laughs> also not that far away. Not that far away at all. This is the most inept security crew that this guy could have. Oh. I mean, they're literally like a stone's throw away, and this There's guy's like just nine just, guys in there. They're looking what everywhere. When you establish yourself in a quick week, right. <laughs> They're, but it's like they'd have to be willfully not looking at the car. It's like they were given an order, and if you see a gold-colored car, don't look. No, at it. the morning, no. the morning meeting with those guards are like, this guy's a dick. Anybody want to check the perimeter? <laughs> no, nope, not really. Well, Scarface here thinks he's Scarface. Let's just uh, let's just uh, walk around and collect our paycheck. Right. So, um, T is about to commit seppuku, which Brandon Lee is like, I see a girl. She's got herself a shiny knife. She's the dumbest I, detective in the world. She's you got know. a table. My my thing is, why isn't anybody in the room with her? The why guards, does Dolph Lundgren know from that? that mm-hmm. Why does he know from that description that she's trying to commit seppuku? <laughs> because, you know, that's what you from do, that I guess. Description? Anytime you're sitting in front of a table lighting incense, you're about to kill yourself. You didn't know that? No. In her defense, I've never done that, so <laughs> maybe that's standard procedure in front of incense. I don't know. Yeah, only, you know. only if it's on a table, a small table that you're. Oh well. Oh, now you're getting all these stipulations in here. I think you should have said that the first time. <laughs> Brandon Lee sure as hell didn't say it. So no, this is this is another thing I found that was hilarious. Dolph's like, I gotta go get her, and Brandon Lee doesn't go with him. Okay. No. Whatever. But he goes. He's got to follow the car. <laughs> and he goes. There's nine guys in there. He uses a specific number. So Dolph Lundgren goes in. He kills all nine guys. Saves Tia Carrere. She's immediately in love with him. Uh, they run of outside, course. dodging every bit of gunfire you can. I mean, he's shooting super slow with his Desert Eagle 50 cal. Um, oh my and, goodness. Know, gets outside, flips Although, the car. I am gonna. I am gonna admit that if anybody in the world. Could shoot a Desert Eagle 50 cal one-handed. It's probably Dolph Lundgren. Well, I mean, it's not that hard to shoot one-handed, but like rolling. I was really hoping he pulled out the gun from the beginning intro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the noisy cricket. And when he does his rolling shoot, at one point in time, he's pointing almost directly up to the ceiling. Right, and that's the kill shot. That's that's it's the everywhere. Yeah. That's the shot that kills the dude who's trying to kill him. I'm like, well, that's a ricochet off the the ceiling lamp or whatever. And how is um, she? All not... of his all of his bullets have GPS tracking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ahead of their time. Devices in them. Yeah. And how is she not startled by all the bullets or craziness She's going on? Of a singular mind. She's like, I'm gonna stab myself in my gut hole. Oh, thank goodness right? they're all killing each other. Yeah. Now I, I want to know, Adam has a guy who's into bodybuilding looking at, <laughs> looking at Dolph Lundgren's size in this movie could he flip a 5,000 pound car <laughs> uh, 
I saw that. <laughs> now we've seen we've seen in these in these movies we've watched over the past you know few months or whatever. We've got Arnold carrying a log that would crush a man. We've got him carrying an eye beam that would crush ten men. Well, Arnold, I think they're trying to steal. Did this movie come out after Commando? Yes. Because Arnold does that to the Porsche. Nineteen ninety one. I think Arnold probably could flip a Porsche. Right. That that was not a Porsche. Because that the, was the a, Porsche. The Porsche wasn't on was four a, wheels. You know what I'm saying? He just had to tip it back onto its four wheels. Dolph, this thing's on four wheels. He's got to get it past its pivot true. point. And it's a it's a I, classic car. It's, you know, at being the only one of five people in the world that can do this, I don't think he could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive I mean, he couldn't. No, he could not. <laughs> and the other thing he definitely couldn't do while driving away, shooting it twice, making it explode. That would never happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he only shot at it once. Would have been awesome if he would have just turned around and been like, money shot, boom. <laughs> well, at least if they do stuff like that, at least the movie would be funny. Like, I remember, know, in, uh, right? remember in Last Action oh, Hero? Oh, the movie was funny, Joe. If this movie was self-aware, Joe, like we always talk about right. movies being, this could have been an awesome film. This needs to be I, I'm still contending it was an awesome film. I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> We need to remake this movie with Donnie Yen and Vin Diesel. Oh, wait, they did that already. It was called Triple X. Oh. Uh, the Return of so Xander. So bad. Day. Yeah, it was bad. Um, so we go straight from here in these weird cuts. This movie's just full of weird cuts. Yeah. They wind up at the bathhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this crazy fight I... scene. I, and I don't know why, but for some reason it struck me as you know, completely gratuitous that there were women there. Like, yeah. a, a Japanese-style bathhouse would only have men in it. Well, they had the chicks there players. just for the boobs. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, we've set up in this movie, Dolph Lundgren is so tough, he can get punched in the face by a trained fighter, and it'll break mm-hmm. the guy's right. hand. He can flip yep. a car, right? Mm-hmm. He can jump super He can super jump high. over cars. He can jump 14 <laughs> feet. He could dunk a basketball with his feet. Right, but you shoot him with a water hose. The dude goes flying across the room. Water. <laughs> He's yep. like Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. His only weakness is water. I was thinking of the Wicked Witch, but oh, he doesn't melt. He's the so Wicked Witch. Maybe the oil melts off him. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that that water just—it didn't even touch his skin. It just—it was just like okay, Joe. Before I'm sure him. you have your heart on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All so they're fighting this bathhouse fight, and it's ridiculous. Like, it's so all Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee had to do was stand there with their gun out. And right. How'd they both lose their guns? Because all the guys <laughs> are sneaking up on them. Those guys are all naked men. Well, sorry, they're, they're wearing, like, sumo diapers. Yeah. yeah. Disturbing. Right. I think this was worse yeah. than seeing the boobs. <laughs> Personally. It was a lot of butts, for it's, sure. Mm-hmm. It's all on the same page. And I did not want to see the bad guy nude to begin with. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then, like, uh, I don't know. This, this, it's all bad. This whole thing's bad. So they beat up the guys, they get away again. But Scarface gets away first, right? Oh, right. and they run from the real cops. Oh, no. We can't be here. Oh, yeah. We got to get out of here. We're cops. Yeah. I think it's super funny. Like, there's only, like,. <laughs> There are no other police anywhere during all this destruction. <laughs> right. Nobody calls cops. And then when it's, like, convenient for them to run away, to switch to the scene or a, a scene cut, 
let's go. The cops show up one time during this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. this time. Like, That's it. Done. Did you leave us anything, Dolph? Yeah, buddies. <laughs> so... <laughs> They, they ditch uh, the city, and they go out to uh, Dolph's oh. country home, which he built with his own two hands. Was very... Which everybody, which evidently everybody knows about, so it's not that safe. <laughs> yes. Right. Nobody will I'm find gonna us take, here. I'll take you to a safe place. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the bone zone, is all he was thinking about. He gets in his little <laughs> tiny hot tub, which that hot tub, you know, is probably a three-person hot tub, or just Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> How did she even pause here, real quick, just to just to bring up the fact that Tia Carrera is in every '90s action movie that ever existed, and she's always playing an Asian, but she's not Asian. Why? Why is that okay? Why is that okay? Because the world's not PC ready yet. (laughs) Okay. You know, are you gonna get on this? Oh, Scarlett Johansson shouldn't be in Ghost in the Shell. She's white. Well, no, I'm just like, like I was just I. It was very confusing to me as a child. She's a Pacific because, Islander, correct? Right. Yeah, she's from Hawaii, so so it, she, she should looks... have probably been in Aloha instead of Emma Stone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, I she looks kind of Asian as Polynesians do, but I'm like, but she's not Asian, and I don't you know understand. What? I was very confused as a child. It's an attempt. At least it wasn't Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Or, you know, Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't even know. But no. Famously, two super <laughs> racist performances. What was wrong with Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit? Uh, he's a white guy. And? He was what was he supposed in to be? Dark Face doing an Indian accent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, watch that movie again. <laughs> You will, if you watch if you watch Breakfast at Tiffany's and see Mickey Rooney doing his super racist Asian guy, right? And then you watch Short Circuit and you see Fisher Stevens doing the Indian guy, you'll make you want to make all these social justice warriors shut up when they're talking about whitewashing in Hollywood. You know, because it's yeah, like right. at least Matt Damon in the Great Wall was supposed to be a white guy. Right. right. You know, it's not like he was like taping his eyes back and being like super racist like oh hello i'm here for a great war you know he's not that like that would have been fun though <laughs> that would have been fun you know it, it might have made money in the u.s <laughs> at least in the south am i right <laughs> angela were you seriously thinking about this girl playing this role and not about the fact that she's like close your eyes and she takes her robe off but she totally wants him anyways to get in this tiny yeah. hot tub with him that's what you're thinking <laughs> right it's not like there was bubbles in the water he can see through the water yeah because there was nothing... established anything this is a genuine lady here okay <laughs> oh close yeah your eyes. i have my virtue to protect i was raped just four hours earlier but i'm terrified <laughs> can i lay with you I'm just a singer in a titty bar, okay? I'm just a singer. <laughs> I have my self-respect. What? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Don't objectify me. <laughs> I'll put these dollars into my G-string. She did not. 
take off her clothes. She just well, said. Well, not that day. She was a respectable woman. <laughs> this is the whole Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls argument. Her character's like, I'm a dancer. May I blow you now? No, no you're not. No, Guys are not here not for your dancer. dancing. But then, like, after this hot tub scene, they go inside. She's scared. She lays with him. They do yeah. their thing she's for, what, scared two minutes? She's quote, scared. She's she's laying that stuff on thick. Like, oh yeah, she's like, I'm trying to be discreet. I know. Right. Then she gets closer, like pushes her butt right up against him. Dolph, and, like, and it's not like less. every other like '90s or '80s movie when they go to a safe house of there for like a week or two. They go through like this finding moment and they realize they like each other it's just like right out of the gate like well no no no. close your eyes i'm getting naked this thing is all one-sided because Dolph doesn't seem all that interested she could have been like like, sitting on his face and he'd have been like okay is this okay (laughs) (laughs) he didn't seem like he was all that you know jazzed by the whole affair and like the thing that i was watching shannon watch this movie again and i'm watching because she was wearing headphones so I couldn't hear the the dialogue. So all I saw was Dolph laying there like a board, looking like he's watching CNN. Right. And Tia Carrere, in in because they're not they're never on the 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 screen together because it's a body double whenever he's like touching and stuff. Right. Yeah. And her her head's like going wild as if she doesn't understand what he's doing. <laughs> like they're not on the same page. Which lead, this is what leads me to believe they weren't in the same room when they filmed these scenes because right. she had no idea what his performance of the scene was you know she's right. just there with a pillow right going oh this is how this is you know how i should be acting right oh yeah that feels great she's whipping her head all around and he like comes to him and he's just like <laughs> it's like all right i can picture this i'm gonna set the mood here the director's going to take her okay listen you're in for the night of your life we want you to respond like crazy dolph you're watching CNN, okay? Just, <laughs> we're going to cut this together. It's going to be amazing. Right. The only way it could have been like, this could have been explained CNN to me. Face. The only way this could have been explained to me and made sense is like, ah, oh, Dolph, man, I'm sorry. The body double's sick. The only person we can get in today is your cousin. Oh, <laughs> oh we're disturbing. So he's just like sitting there pissed, like, my freaking cousin. <laughs> I am not going to the family what, reunion this year. I can't what you my don't know is What you don't know is Brandon Lee is actually the one <laughs> off, off camera <laughs> acting while Dolph is laying there. Of course. <laughs> Brandon it's Lee's like only... four inches away from his head with his dick out. <laughs> well, we all assume that he was actually listening the whole time because he was jealous. Well, no, he knew it because was going he on. wanted to be with Dolph. Right. Oh, come on! That's the only way that line makes sense. That I waited the whole movie to hear about this. You have the which, which Joe? <laughs> if you hadn't have made such a big deal about it, I don't even know that I would have batted an eye at it. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that line did not stick out to you like a store thumb. Nope. I wow. mean, I would have. You know, I would have thought it was funny that which line. Oh, so like, there's this... Mentioned it. I found this on IMDB. It says the infamous homoerotic line from the Brandon Lee character was originally, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a white man, and was shortened by the editing crew to, you have the biggest dick I've ever (laughs) seen on a man. 
Like, you take out one word? Maybe they Either found it way, too racist. It doesn't make it okay. <laughs> And that's where I assume. No. What he's watching him. But to me, like I said last week, Brandon Lee is just a connoisseur of dicks. He's like, (laughs) I'm looking at him everywhere. I've seen a giraffe with a boner. That thing was crazy. You know, and I mean, I'm just at zoos, just with my binoculars out. This line in this movie is the only time Brandon Lee actually like looks like excited to deliver a line. <laughs> he with a right mind, looks at this script and says, "That's my line. I'm gonna own that crap right there." Well, it's I mean... it's funny, right? It, it's a, it's supposed to be a funny line, but when he's <laughs> the the on a man is problematic for me. <laughs> it's just like on a man, <laughs> implied guy. I jerked off four horses last week. They were bigger. I have to. I have to admit that. But, but for when a we're man, scaling down for a man, he's pretty big. Maybe they were going for the angle that Brandon never really had angle. women. Maybe he's only ever seen Asian penises. Right. I Hello. Think we we but, don't know that. But that doesn't make any sense because he was born in the valley. Evidently, the valley. Bananas. He's been staring the at valley, white dicks his whole life. The valley's not that well endowed, evidently. We so, <laughs> so we've kind of we've kind of buried the lead. The bad guys have found them, and Dolph Lundgren he uh, puts a bunch of knives in his belt while they have mis- yeah. submachine guns. That makes oh, sense, no, right? there, oh no, there's like a tomahawk. There's a there's a hatchet. There's a size. Got a size yeah. I mean, there's we don't have enough of... bullets. Hold on, let me get my two size then. Right. Well, he he has four uh, melee weapons, right? And he ends up throwing all of them. So it's not like yeah. he is it just me or is he better with throwing weapons Dude. and shooting guns? Yes. When those he throws okay. them size and that knife and it hits those dudes, they act like they got shot by a rocket. <laughs> they go flying. I mean, this Dolph Lundgren is so buff, man. He throws these things at a velocity that's just like it would crush concrete. Oh, he, he flips cars in his spare time. That's so come true. on. And, He's like a and yet he seems to lose this fight very, very quickly. Uh huh. Well, the he's entire tired from building movie, his own house and banging his career. He is kicking tail left and right, and then all of a sudden, he can't. He's. I, I don't. I agree with you. <laughs> They just like <laughs> surrender. So like, quickly. where's your trap door? Hey. Where's your exit? Nothing else made sense in this movie up to this point. Why are we yeah. going to start now? Right. It just, I, it, it didn't occur to either of them to be like, hey, let's put her somewhere safe and not completely unguarded in a completely different part of the house. Right. That mm-hmm. they can easily get to. Quick, hide behind my rice paper walls. Right. <laughs> Yeah, if they had one candle burn in that place, everyone would know where they were. They could see the silhouette. But anyways. Because <laughs> he has the biggest dick I've seen on a man. <laughs> on a man. Yeah, that thing would look like, what's this creature with three legs walking around the house? <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> like that scene in, uh, it looks like an elephant a, walking on that, its hands. That scene in uh, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Where yeah. the diamond... <laughs> He's got his sword out. The sword. <laughs> No. And then they what? Uh, they take them. They electrocute them. Yeah. Um, did, they, did they electrocute them before they put them in the car crusher? The, 
Yes. Both of those okay. dudes have a very impressive, like, 12 packs. I didn't even know abs could be that defined. Well, they're both in ridiculous shape. <laughs> it's insane. Well, we well, already knew know. he was, but we were waiting I to see I had no Brandon. idea about Brandon Lee. I had never seen that dude without his shirt on, and it was it was surprising and incredible. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I know that... who got excited. <laughs> Joe. Don't have to be this awkward. I mean, but like, you know. if he could break out of the cuffs or whatever they had him in that easily. Right. Why didn't he just do that? Well, he had to have that adrenaline push. Get his pump oh, on. Of course. His pump on? So they get. Takes him two minutes. They get to electrocuted. Go, Which I know? think is one of the funnest parts of the movie. Because, like, Brandon Lee actually has, like, some funny comebacks. Yeah. Like, but it's inexplicable. Why are they being electrocuted? What's the end game? True. Sure. And then they get put into the... They get in the car to leave, and they're like, everyone's gone. And then they get picked up and put into the car crusher. I mean... The best thing is, like, everybody go, leave their car. I was like... <laughs> awesome. Okay. Was, was this the plan the, the whole car, time? Right. Drove it I'm like, six feet forward, and then got out. <laughs> What? Yeah. Why I, would mm-hmm. you drive the car six feet? That was forward? some of the worst foreshadowing ever. Like, yeah. everybody, run, hide, leave the car. <laughs> oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been an ADR line. I don't remember if you said it on screen or not. Oh man, so they live through the car crusher, but they all think they're dead. Let's use right. this to our advantage. Let's just be so dead for a while. This so, has to be my favorite part of this movie. Dolph Lundgren's <laughs> training scene. No, where all of a sudden he shows up in this outfit, and I'm like, what? I could not stop laughing. I'm like, what are you wearing? He's in, like, full samurai. I know. There would be a culture appropriation problem with this movie if this was happening today. I think in my notes I'm just, like, writing ha, 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 ha. I can deal with the pants. I can deal with the pants. Okay. You know I can't happened. deal with the pants. I can deal with the top. But when he goes full headband with no. a rising sun on it, that's when I draw the line. Like, you've gone too far, white man. No. He's he, he's training. He's like, man, I need some garb. He gets on the phone, calls uh, Ralph Macchio up. He's like, hey, man. Uh-uh. You know, if it had been the Karate Kid headband, I would have felt better about it. Right. right. But. Oh, my gosh. Why did he put all that crap on? He only wears it for about 40 movie, t- movie seconds, and then it's off. I know. <laughs> and then he's back to shirtless. Shirtless with giant pants. Yeah, just... yes. that I was not okay with. Hey, hey, hey. You probably owned a pair like that in the late 90s, so I don't even want to hear I'm it. I'm sure I did. But... So, what, what were those echo pants, or what yeah, were those usual old... Jinkos. Jinkos, yeah. I did not own any Jinkos, but I did have several that you could not see my shoes. I love them. <laughs> so Dolph trains, gets his weird outfit on, and we don't see what Brandon Lee's doing. No. Yeah, I think he's just waiting with the no. car. No, he's looking right. at elephant penises. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> oh, man. This guy's mind exploded <laughs> when the internet first started. I think it was... Didn't he, like, have to follow somebody in a car or something? Probably. He's, like, he's probably 25 feet away from him with his binoculars. That no, that was during the Malibu house scene or whatever. Oh, that was during the yeah, when he's going to kill nine guys, he's like, you follow him in the car. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. See you later. There's so like they, nine guys. They bust into the bottling plant. And there was actually a thing I noticed at this point in time that I thought was very odd for the time of this movie. 
Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren, while shooting assault rifles, are actually, they have them in their shoulder, and they're aiming down the barrel of the gun. Right, yeah. as that, opposed to just shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip. the status quo in an 80s, 90s No, it's film. not. you got to get no. that 90-degree elbow and that bicep pop while you're shooting, or else it ain't worth putting on camera. The, the direct, uh, like... The director's like, okay, guys, we've been super technical up to this point in the movie. Make sure you nail the rifle scenes, okay? I mean, gotcha. I even went out, I went real far to Little Tokyo, and I got a real seppuku table for this movie. I mean, I've been paying attention to details. We're going for authenticity here, okay? Oh, boy. You got those bullets with the whole Jump over devices. this car authentically. Alright? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then we get to the boss battles. Brandon Lee gets the sub-boss. He gets to fight Tatsu from Ninja Turtles. And oh, yeah. the fight seems to go on too long. Radical. It's, it goes on way too long. It seems like with the ease that he eventually beats him with, it seems like it should have been it over should... a lot sooner. Oh, yeah. Is Brandon for some reason, he... Brandon fights Tatsu. The bald guy that you like from the yeah. turtles and then he kicks him and he, he falls says, into the boiling water and he says the cheesy line you have the right to be dead right it was it wasn't boiling water it was it was uh, like a brewery it was alcohol because he then set it on fire he right i thought it was hot through for some he reason. threw a zippo lighter oh, yeah. you guys are dumbest in the world of pure alcohol <laughs> right. in a warehouse where his buddy is Don't and the worry. chicks are supposed to be saving and only that part blows up. It's movies. Forget, warehouses only explode for... little bits at a time. Mm -hmm. Just enough for you to get out, so it's it's perfect. Well, that's because the chick is tied to a gasoline pump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's going to explode, too. When do you have time to do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? With what a I trail love of gasoline. Like they're making her, Here. She's like, during the, during the scene, she's like, they're making her run away with them. And she's like willingly climbing this ladder, like at a super fast pace, going, Help me! Help me! <laughs> and then what? the guy's like, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tie all my leverage onto this gas pump and then run away like a girl. Right. It doesn't I, work out too I well. I don't far. understand why, how Dolph. I mean, I get she, he was using her as a human shield until they get to the ladder. She's up the ladder before him. Shoot him do on the ladder. Do not go poking holes in this movie. You're What's not going to like what you get. Yeah. <laughs> The crap that falls out of the holes you poke is going to cover you and be disgusting. <laughs> uh, Sub-boss battle's over. Dolph gets the big boss. He has to first save Tia, who's tied to the gas pump, as we said. It explodes, you know, when they're just about 20 feet away. So they're fine. They're yep. fine. Um, then uh, Dolph gets shot. But he's yeah. he's in prime physical condition. That's probably already healed by the time he gets his shirt off. Of right, mm -hmm. he's Wolverine. You know, sure. and then Wolverine. they're healing through a parade. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but every time I go to Little Tokyo for a parade, I really want to make sure that the fake samurais have real swords. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, that makes complete sense. I don't care if, sure if their outfits are made out of paper mache, because those outfits were not real samurai armor; they were paper mache, real swords. Right, right, <laughs> right but. You know, we have to have some authenticity in our in our <laughs> little Tokyo parade. Right. If they the, wanted to do anything in Was this there movie. a Chinese dragon float for a second? No, I'm, I don't I'm think pretty so. pretty sure I saw a Chinese dragon Maybe there float was. in there. Like, yeah, we had one of these, Tokyo. right? Yeah, that was a Chinese <laughs> dragon. It's a year of the crap. Um, 
Guys, we're going to keep it all Japanese except for the perk. <laughs> right. We're just going to be right. really racist. This is Japanese, right? <laughs> Throw on some Chinese stuff. Ching Chong, Ching Chong, Dragon. Let's do this. It's all the same, right? Yeah. So they have real swords. And if I wanted them to spend any money on this movie at all, it would have been on training these two dudes to actually fight with swords. Right. right. This is a weak, weak sword fight. I mean, this is it's bad. It's definitely no Carrie Elway's Inigo Montoya. For oh. that's for darn it's sure. It's not even Robin Hood, Montoya. Prince of Thieves. This... <laughs> it's not even Jack Robin Hood, Men in Tights. It's not even Robin Hood, Men in Tights. You're correct. <laughs> it's bad. It's like it's bad. It's like Dolph's like, hey man, you ever uh, swing a sword before? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you ask him before you sword fight. Like, good. Your your form sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Dolph gets friggin' sliced open at oh, yeah. least six times, and does and not seem to be very affected by it. If this was the same guy that was swinging the sword in the flashback, Dolph would have had no problem killing him. Right. I mean, he, been I mean lazily... he, took, he took the sword from him as a child. Right. His skills have declined since he was six. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you peak, you peak. Okay? And the other guy got ridiculously better. <laughs> as, so... as, as, as your dick gets bigger, you get worse at swinging a sword. It just happens. His, you know? his arms are just always you tired. You think it'd be the opposite. He'd be better at swinging stuff. No. Angela, his arms are always tired. It's the oil. Every time he takes a leak, he's got to lift that thing up. Uh, So they have the sword fight. (laughs) And then, I don't remember, he kicks him? How does does old uh, ponytail dude get on the pinwheel? (laughs) I don't remember how... I don't know, but I was excited. I was like, burn! But then Dolph Lundgren throws his sword, and it stabs him through the chest and pins him to the thing. Right, like right in the center. Like, right oh, in the, my de- oh, dead center. You couldn't right? have played it better. He throws it. He throws it with such ferocity <laughs> that the sword pushes him back. Oh, oh my, oh my it, god! And it ignites <laughs> the pinwheel. Mm-hmm. And it ignites the pinwheel. And we have like, this firecracker around and around. I have seen one of these things go off before, and usually they just spin. They never right. explode. <laughs> completely exploded i want to i want to take a second i want to reprimand the crowd for a little bit right because i'm with adam because like the crowd starts cheering how do they know that Dolph isn't the bad guy (laughs) right and then a white man just killed an asian dude in little tokyo (laughs) however long but he's wearing the pants i'm gonna go ahead and assume (laughs) he's one of us no hold on (laughs) i'm gonna fix this for you okay Okay. Everybody knows who Dolph Lundgren is in Little Tokyo. They all know yeah, he's the cop. So. And everybody knows who the bad guy is, too, because right. he's been extorting their businesses right. for however long. So Dolph Lundgren's white guy famous, and he's the white savior, like you're supposed to be, right? That's not how racism works. Right. But like yeah, exactly. some people in the crowd had no face whatsoever during this scene. They're like, <laughs> just dead stare. Y'all see a crime go? Nope, there's... <laughs> Nothing. And I'm going to wait till the end of the movie to to say this. This is something Jean-Claude Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Dolph Lundgren have done repeatedly. They're just inexplicably American. Like, balls to the wall. American, baby! But they have these foreign accents that they don't bother to explain. They don't bother 
you know, to even try to identify with. It's very rare. Right. You know that. I have a silly question. Dolph Lundgren has an accent? Yeah, he's Swedish. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I just thought he had, like, a big tongue or something. When, I <laughs> when he's just on screen, I don't listen to anything that comes Not out of big, his mouth. I just watch. Tongue. He's got a big tongue. You know, it's That's the same exactly size as his penis. <laughs> he can Not lick his own nipples. I've never seen on a man. <laughs> From, no, what that I, been from what I understand, when Dolph Lundgren was doing Masters of the Universe, he didn't even speak English. What? What? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. What do you mean he didn't? I'm... What do you mean he didn't speak he English? Had... He spoke English the entire movie. Right. He worked on He's it. Just worked mimicking on it while... sounds. No. He he did the lines, but then he had to go redub all his lines as you do in movies. He had to go do uh, audio replacement. He worked on it continually through the movie while they were filming, and by the time they got to the dubbing sessions, he was good enough to actually say his lines. Huh. That's that's a story I heard. I might have been remembering it incorrectly. Anyways, after the pinwheel of death that we're just going to let that slide, right? I yeah. always put 10 pounds of C4 in my pinwheels. Sure. You know, like whenever I, I do bet. sparklers for the kids, I just try to wrap a little C4 at the bottom so it blows their hands off. Yeah. In the middle of a parade. In the middle of a parade. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And then parade we get, without a giant explosion is no parade at all. Then right. we get some cl- more classic Brandon Lee lines where he says, Nice slicing and dicing, partner. Yeah. Champ. Right. Oh, yeah, champ. champ. Nice slicing and dicing, champ. <laughs> when he's the one who got cut to shreds. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. we're just... Mm-hmm. Oh, Brandon Lee, you're not a very good friend. I didn't watch your fight. I was actually over there trying to mack on this this other lady, but I see one, so I imagine you cut him up, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So much for helping a friend. <laughs> She's like, like, good luck, did, guy. Will you come to my off off Broadway play? Um, uh, no. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> oh boy. So there it is. The credits happen, and thank the Lord, this movie is oh, over. Yes. <laughs> It's I was bad, so bad, excited. Bad. Not nearly was... as fun as I remember. I don't know what you guys are all crazy. I had so much fun. <laughs> I enjoyed this movie well, so much. You had no. Me and Adam both saw it when we were kids. Yeah, yeah I, have, so I have no frame of We've got of twenty over twenty years where we were like, yeah, I remember that movie being fun. You know, <laughs> and so it's got to live up to this thing that's in our head. And literally, the only things I remembered about the movie. No. Was Brandon Lee kicking and punching people, Dolph Lundgren being ridiculous, and then the big dick line. That's all I remember. Well, you got to remember, too, like, when we were kids, I mean, there's a little bit of, like, awe when you watch a movie like this. Because it's, I mean, every little kid, when they grew up, they wanted to be that alpha, you know. You're like, oh, my gosh. And then you watch it now, you're like, this is just ridiculous. Sure. (laughs) Well, and we weren't discerning. There's two, two things going there. We weren't discerning. And really, when you're thinking right. about whenever this movie was made, 91, this isn't that 91, bad. 91, yeah. You know, in, in 1991 terms, this isn't that bad. I mean, No, it was actually, it, for the time, it was actually a pretty decent film. In 1992, I believe, Terminator 2 came out. So I can't say that people didn't know what they were doing, because that movie's a classic, no, and this movie is toilet it's paper. it's not. But, but the majority of the action films were this, right. I would this say, kind of thing. I'd say your diehards and your lethal weapons were few and far between. It's mostly Commando, 
and it's mostly right. this movie and it's mostly rapid fires which is it's just a slightly better version of this movie and hmm. it is wouldn't be until latest? when do you think the tide changed really is it taken you think where uh jason Bourne. jason Bourne. yeah probably you're probably. right yeah. where you you started to inject like some really solid intelligence into action movies and they could be yeah. more than just you've got the biggest dick i've ever seen on a man <laughs> Right, it was actual, you know, actual, you know, where the actors actually went through, you know, weapons training and, you know, wanted everything to be as realistic as possible well, and, yeah, you know, they, to use as little accurate. CGI as possible and, you know. That makes and, me think that it's not the Bourne movie, but more the Matrix. Well, maybe. I, Matrix was probably a forerunner of it. But well, it wasn't well, the start well, of. It definitely wasn't the start of it. You know, the Matrix. Matrix was so ahead of its time. You yeah, know, it it existed in, in like a bubble. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you know it it still took another ten years before the rest of Hollywood actually caught up. Mm-hmm. All that being said, this is 1991. People didn't really care much about like screen accurate portrayals of action and tactics and all that crap. No, it was I shoot them up and show they, me some boobs. I don't know. I think they That's cared all enough. They wanted. This was an eight million dollar budget movie and only grossed two point two. That is what you would call a flop. Hold on a second. Where did this eight million dollars go? Because it's on. not on the screen. Explosions. Yeah. What was the oil budget on this movie for Dolph? <laughs> the Vaseline. I mean, they had to have a huge vat of oil. I mean, that's expensive. Wow. Well, and they probably had to get all of the actresses in the movie fake boobs from the same doctor, right, like right. I said earlier. So that probably yeah. went into the budget. And yeah. the authentic table. Yeah, the authentic table. Swords. <laughs> They probably went straight to Japan. No, little no, Tokyo. no, no. They found some guy in the valley where Brandon Lee's from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does this lead us into the review of the movie? Yeah, final thoughts. Um, <laughs> what would you guys, what do you guys think about this movie, Angela? Rating. I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a four. I mean, obviously it's a terrible movie. It is God awful, but I had so much fun watching it. I mean, it was making fun of it. You know, um, I laughed out loud more during this movie (laughs) than probably the last four comedies I've seen. Okay. I just, I just really had fun watching it. Will you watch it again? gonna say probably not but not because but not because of the movie just because i don't you know there i have i have ocd so i only rewatch things that i get obsessed about and this is not worth getting obsessed about exactly (laughs) all right adam um yeah in the grand scheme of things and how we always rate stuff i mean i have my own personal one but i give this like a Two point five. <laughs> Even that could be considered because, generous. Well, just just a little bit, and maybe maybe you, Shannon, Angela, maybe you know. I mean, um, we rate things in the whole. Uh, how do we always do it, Joe? Just kind of like cinematic. Just like, uh, where is this? Like, is this going to stand up to Citizen Kane, or you know, is this mm-hmm. right? Did it contribute anything to the cinematic history of movies? No. Did it do anything? I mean, it. It really didn't do anything, and it didn't do anything super well. So, 
I mean, personally, I'd probably, I'm with Angel. I'd probably get a four. I mean, I'll watch it wow. again maybe someday. But, um, but yeah, as far scale. as like how bad this is done, it's like a 2.5. So. Gotcha. Shana? Mm. Uh, well, you guys, Adam and Angela, are hold on, very. Hold on. You're not allowed to give negative numbers. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Does it have to be on the scale? Yeah. You, I think the lo- we're just going to go from zero, zero is bomb, right, to ten. I go zero. Zero. Yeah, I will never what, watch this what, movie again. What if we say zero is the worst movie you've ever seen? Okay, I'm I'm sticking with zero. <laughs> okay. Right. I will never, ever watch this movie again. I, yes, it was funny, but I... As soon as it was over, I was like, why did I waste 90 minutes of my life with this? I don't even oh, care who these people are. We have to all admit something, too. That 90 minutes did not fly by. It no. Was, no, it did not. It was, was a brutal. long 90. I'd rather it was. sit through a class. Right. <laughs> what do you give it, Joe? I'm going to be right on par with everybody else. I give it a two. And I think that's generous. This movie, i got to tell you, Adam, <laughs> this movie's even worse than Ninja Assassin. Oh, and I've seen that. There is no spitting of water into any girlfriend's mouth in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's really not a lot of blood in this movie either. No, because everyone's invincible. Mm-hmm. Right. It it's garbage town. This movie really is garbage town. If you know, you know, if you just want to watch something really stupid that's kind of fun to watch and have a good laugh at it, this is this is right. a go to film. Um. Oh yeah, it's well, not one to watch to be entertained by. Like at least Ninja Assassin, especially after learning the background about the, how that movie was made, I give it a lot more props than I than I did in my original rating. Um, right. At least there's stuff that's fun to watch. The fight scenes in that movie are ridiculously fun to watch. Everything right. in between the fight scenes can go suck a wang. But well, Ninja Assassin kind of started this whole like, hey, let's pick movies that are like bad but de- like fun to watch. Like they're horrible. But they're fun. That one rode that line. It went back and forth. Right. Across that line, just giving me the finger the whole time. So every <laughs> he'd kick somebody in the face 18 every... times, and then he'd spit water into his girlfriend's mouth. So every yeah. movie we watch that's bad like this, you like Ninja Assassin a little bit more. So I've accomplished <laughs> my goal. You know what? You're right. Let's look on the bright side of life. Oh. Ninja Assassin isn't that bad now. It could have been a lot worse. I also think, Joe and Adam, you have a little bit of childhood connection to this movie. So you rate it a little bit higher. No, I think we rated it quite fair. (laughs) I I would agree with that a little bit with Shannon. Because there's a little bit of nostalgia in all of my ratings on movies like this. But, like, nostalgia is what made me want to watch this movie again. Well, right. right. Where I had, I'm if, never going to watch it again. If There's I had no... seen this movie in the last ten years, I would have never recommended to watch this movie. I would have realized that it sucked. But since you know, the last time I saw it, I was maybe ten or twelve. You know, when boobs were still exciting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. I'm, I, I got to stop right here, Joe. The boobs aren't what brought you back. It was the big dick comment. <laughs> I mean, that was all that you brought are. you back to this. <laughs> I just wish someone would say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Adam. walking around town with my dick out Adam. for years just waiting for someone to say it. Adam. <laughs> Adam needs to say that. No, I'm good. I'm good. 
I have to admit, in all the years, I have, I have <laughs> never seen Joe's Wang, so I like to keep it that way. You know what? Oh. We're friends. There's a reason shame. why we're still friends. There's some boundaries <laughs> we never cross and never will. Yeah. So. Hey, nice penis. I'll never see you again. <laughs> Just like that, a 30-year friendship was over. And it's kind of awkward, because, like, Angela's... Joe's sister, I'm Joe's wife, and then there's Adam, Joe's best friend. Yeah. Okay. Cut. The world yeah. revolves around me, didn't you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so guys. I that... think I'm perfectly I think I'm perfectly comfortable with only one of us in this group having seen anything <laughs> of the nature. Are we still talking about this? <laughs> Joe, come on. And with that. <laughs> Yeah, we want to know what the next movie is. Oh, I'm not even going to mention the fact that my wife was looking to my best friend to bail her out of that situation. So we're just going <laughs> to let that go. That was Showdown in Little Tokyo, is. guys. That was Showdown in Little Tokyo. It's over. Um, guys, just take a deep breath. We'll never have to watch it again. That bad man will never come and hurt you again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So excited. So... Next week, oh. we've got a little treat in store. Uh, I don't believe Shannon's ever seen this movie. Me and Adam both oh. have. I can't wait. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I remember it being really bad. Great. Adam? Um, I remember it being super cheesy, super bad. Right. Um, yeah. Is there boobs? No. There's Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> no. And <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, who's a fine actress, Academy Award winning, if I remember correctly. Or at least nominated for June Cash, right? I believe she won. I don't remember, but this is the worst. Perf- like, <laughs> this is the worst performance she's said, ever given. Have you said the movie yet? And I'm no, just, I have no idea. No, this movie is called about. "This Means War." I feel like War. you're really with us right now. I feel like <laughs> I just said the name. Did you get it? I don't think so. It's called "This Means War." From a couple years oh, ago with Tom Hardy, yeah. Chris Pine, and Chin Witherspoon. There you go. There's there's my little sound clip to tell you what movie it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> this I, means I believe I actually started watching this movie when it you know first came out on video and i'm pretty sure i shut it off <laughs> or or yeah. i got like bored and just wandered away from it and never went back i think we accomplished our objective joe awesome. <laughs> the right one it's so the right I'm one well have to watch the whole movie it is available to people who have fx as one of their uh television channels it's available on demand uh... through fx so Huh. No need I have to. No idea whether or not I have FX. Well, <laughs> I can't help I don't you ever there. Watch television. <laughs> I don't pay your cable bill. <laughs> I know. If you uh, if you, to, if you though, do if you, you are an FX subscriber, um, man, you really need to get on that crap because they are doing nothing but good TV. So <sighs> I don't watch TV anymore. Oh man, you got to watch Legion though. Legion. Right, Adam? Legion. No. Yeah, Legion has not disappointed. It no. has not disappointed. So, Great what? People versus O.J. Simpson, Taboo, uh, American yeah, uh... Horror Story. Great stuff. Anyways. No. So that's available for anyone who has FX already. You don't have to go and rent this movie or steal it from the internet. It's just sitting there waiting for you to watch it. Anyone, please, Sweet. please, anyone watch it, please. Chris Pine saying this. <laughs> 
please. <laughs> and while you're at it, please watch Jack Ryan. I mean, that's not that bad. I'm not just Star Trek, guys. Come on. It's my Chris Pine impression. Hey, you can take your shirt off. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love your face right now. You're being recorded right now for posterity, just so you know. Uh, I love you, too. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's it for this week, guys. Uh, this is War next week. Thanks, everybody, for, for hanging out, talking about this just bad movie. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad at least one of us is, like, really looking at the bright side, you know. <laughs> Mm, one of us. Angela, you had a good day that day. <laughs> I did. I, you know, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. You just were sitting there and you forgot all about Bruce Jenner cutting his wiener off and you're just like, today's a good day. Did that happen? <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this is Shan- Shannon I finding out. Was, I, I don't know what the appropriate amount of like wiener talk is during a podcast, but I think we passed it. <laughs> Did you not listen to the last podcast? Right. Well, last time we hit our flower banging quota. So this time we've hit the wiener quota. We have to shut off the podcast. Uh, so that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, you can uh, hit us with all your movie dummies needs at moviedummies.com. <laughs> Whatever those needs may be. Questions, comments. You want to go troll our site and leave stupid comments saying we're morons? Please. I don't care as long as we get the traffic. Um, but yeah, I really do appreciate uh, the listening, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would do Thank this if no one listens still we, because this we, is just. Do we plug in our. Do we, we, we didn't plug our website, right? I just did that. Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> this is like and Brandon Lee. He, he wasn't watching <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's sword fight. He's just like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, slicing and dicing, right, buddy? You had a sword a minute ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, moviedummies.com. There you go. They'll take you there. Um, So, yeah. Okay, this is Shannon. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I think she wants to wrap up. Hello, Angela. Bye. And for Adam, I'm Joe. And for Joe, I'm Adam. Yay, Michael Bay. Can you do a Dolph Lundgren? No, my Dolph Lundgren sounds inexplicably like Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Michael Bay.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.